Good evening, good evening, good evening. Keith London, World Agenda. Come at you guys again. I'm going to talk about an interesting topic. It's a topic that has been long debated by several fans. Old, new, young, old. Yes, everybody. The topic is hands versus cocks in the breeder off. Which one is the best? Which one is more important? In my opinion, the truth is... There's no set. It's not set. Which one is more important? If you have a good hand, that should give me the goods. She's good and she's just as important as any cop. That's giving me the goods. But I will say, it's easier to get good hands than it is to get good cocks. Now, the thing here we talk about is good. So, which one is best in the breeding love? Debate gonna go on and on and on and on and on. What I've learned is if you use a hen or hens or hens or whatever, those hens are going to have to produce you some good cocks. They're gonna have to get some good cocks. Those cocks are the ones you're gonna use to make to all the birds throughout the loft. Now we're talking about good. Now if you get good cocks that good cock is going to have to throw you good hands and he'll have to throw you a son that's just as good as he is. Hopefully he can throw you one that's better because the whole thing when you put two birds together is for the bird to be better than both parents. That's what we should be shooting for. You, you putting two birds together for the, the baby's out, the baby's offspring to be better than both parents individually. That's the goal. Okay. Like I said, cocks make good hands. Cock makes good, good cocks. Hands make good hands. But hands do make you good cocks. We're just talking about good. What is a good cock? <sighs> Depends on your bar. Where you got your bars that go on. What you, what you thrive for. What's more important to you. Um, they say hands set type. Not necessarily so. Cocks can throw just as good a type as a hand. I used, I had a hand that was more of a stronger side. And what she did, did is she fixes small things, feel typical things that some of the cocks I used. The cocks that had all the performance traits, but maybe a little bit off as far as expression. And I used the hand, she fixes that. But that's neither here nor there. That's how you, everybody got their own birds. They keep for their own specific reasons. Well, I can't say which one is best, which one was best for you. That's just what I did. I just learned how to identify it and went from there. The problem is most guys can't identify it. So, when you use hands to keep the family going for, like I said earlier, you have to, she has to prove you some good cocks. I mean, good cocks, not the cock, not a cock that's mediocre, good. That can give you everything that she can give you, but some things she can't. So she got to make stuff that's pretty much better than her as far as cocks. The problem with cocks is this, especially the ones that are really great, great performers. If you look back throughout time, the birds you know about, that's the stuff you know about. You know about um, the birds you know about. Which birds became more famous off of the birds you know about? 
to look at and see which one was their with their cocks or their hands. Um, I'll just pay attention to any ones you decide to get from somebody that was special. You should use a cock or a hand. Which one do you a cock or a hand? Sometimes guys never know because some guys don't fly the bird, so they never really, really know which one's actually the best. Um, again, cocks versus hands, there's no... No one knows. It's not set. It's not set in stone which one is the best. Because which one is the best in your life is what matters. The second part of this is good versus great. Now, we're throwing these good birds, these good birds right now. We're throwing good cocks, using good hands. Now we got to try going for the great ones. Now we got those birds that are just great. They're just really good. they top of the totem pole in the loft. Good performers, excellent producers. Good versus great. Um, just like good, you get good performers and then you get great performers. You get good producers and you have great producers. A good producer is a bird that's going to keep you flowing steady. A great producer is going to take you to the next level. When you get great producers, Say, let me give you some uh, some scenarios. You're flying your birds, and you got bird in the kit. That's just great. I mean, he's just phenomenal. He does everything right. And then you put him in breeding loft. Now he's even better in breeding loft than he is. Then you got two brothers that were there before him that were pretty good, pretty darn good. Once he comes in the loft and he shows he's his greatness, you have to make a decision. The other brothers that were there before him, even though they were there producing good birds, do you want to keep those? Or do you want to keep those just to make numbers and use him to make birds just make numbers and put birds back into the stock law? That's what we got to get to. Um, I had a situation where I got a bird from two birds from Jerry. I had 263 um, CPR, CPRC 98263. The gun grizzle cop was white heat. And I had SDS 97968 Velas I liked the Don Grizzle better. I liked him better. That don't mean he was better. I mean, I liked him better. But I woke up one day and realized that, damn, the bull eye spangle birds are out producing the, the white heat bird, cock birds. So, what happened? I had 12 birds off the white heat cock with different birds. I went from 12 down to 3. Bull eye spangle went from 2 to 7. Never got more than 7, but it was all different birds. Point is, the Bulldog Springle put more birds in the kits, in my kits, that can hang and last for these several years. Whereas the white heat cock, all the birds came up to the spin, but they all can get to the first kit and stay in the main kit for various reasons. Some are too frequent, some in and out the kit, some are a little hot, so they were erratic all over the place. And I have, so I have to select the ones that I want to use and I use those. The rest I, I let go. Um, but the Bulldog Spangle is, I never had kidney problems out of him. Only problem I had out of him maybe was a little extra depth. A little, there was a little extreme when it comes to depth. It was in that 60, 70 foot range, depending on, depending on what I made it to. So I had to figure out which one to put in, in the back of the loft. So the Bulldog Spangle was way more advanced than the White Heacock as far as overall what I need to go forward. So that's why you see my birds now. Almost 
85, 90% of the birds I breed have black spangled background, whereas about 25% have white heat background. I use them because one thing the white heat does keep the birds coming. I recognize that. So, was well, he, he just a good, a good producer where black spangled? to be a great producer that's the difference I mean by good and great so you guys gotta recognize some good birds and you gotta try to try to strive to get them great ones in there every loft is gonna have at least two to five great birds if you got several pairs two to five great ones we gotta recognize them we gotta learn to recognize those birds quick you recognize them really quick you gotta fly all the young when you fly all the young you get to see exactly what you have you understand you get it and we gotta we gotta do that you guys can do it I know you can right now is the time to really learn the birds right now a lot of you guys may not be working or you may still be working but you can't you must supposed to stay at home staying at home be in the backyard and if you gotta go drive to your birds, drive to where your birds are and be back there with your birds. Studying, flying, trying to figure out who's great and who's good. Now, let's go back to the cock and hen thing. The reason why cocks are more valuable in my life, more valuable, a great cock, not the good ones, the great ones. You don't get that many of them, great cocks, because when you get a great cock, he gonna pass what he has in him through all, almost all his babies. we have him he, he got a little heat factor so he might go a hop here and there but he will pass that through all his babies no matter who his mate is as long as she's a good bird, good one as long as she good he can show what he got that's that's a great cop a good cop is really good when you put him on birds but just as good as him anything a great cop he he may he make a, a just a mediocre hand look good Great cock make it mediocre hand look good. So, but he won't, he probably won't show his greatness. He probably won't show his greatness because he's just a mediocre bird. Now, he a great cock on a good hand, now he can show his greatness. Okay? So, good and great. That's what we look for, good and great. Good, is, there's nothing wrong with good, but we got to try to identify them great. We want to get them great birds. And not a bird that throw one out of every seven maybe two out of every five which is still really good like really really good great birds whether it's a hen or a cock some great ones going to pass it to both hens or cock they say sometimes sex link maidens you know they, the, the hen pass her genes to her son the cock pass her genes to her daughter but I think that mostly come with color um, color and type most of the time I ain't never really seen it when it comes to the spin tell you something if you want to breed some really nice fast birds that's consistent that can handle it you take your smoothest effortless rolling cocks the ones that's going to roll just so smooth like you were just born just to do that and effortless and your style is good you put them to your hardest working fastest hands typing fastest hands fastest hands through a higher percentage of fast birds that can do it and handle it. A lot of us get these fast birds, but they don't handle it well. When they, when they, act, they have to do that 
fast, that speed over and over. It's like anything, a car that's fast, if you, if you allow that car, if you drive that car too fast all the time, something gonna happen, it's gonna break down. And that's metal. What do you think flesh and bone does? Smooth, effortless to fast type. I'm telling you, that's how you get your your fast burst that can handle it, and you get a higher percentage of it. I'm telling you, trust me, try it and see. All you gotta do is try it. Just try it, and you'll see. And the problem with, with what we doing today, while the good, when it comes to great and excellent, dudes think they automatically got it. The great bird because it's the son of some other bird that they never seen, never never seen, so you don't know how great it was, it was going by what people say. Yeah. So, if you try, um, try to establish your family based on your, what you bred and what you've been doing, you'll do better. You'll do better in the long run. Stop chasing after somebody else's work. Do your own work. Figure out what's great and good in your life. Figure out what worked. How, how do you breathe the great to get close to being great? You guys gotta do that. Um, so when we when you when you talk about good and great, as far as percentages, a great bird is gonna throw you all his birds will come into the row. All gonna come they all gonna come to the row. A great bird is gonna throw you very minimal birds with with problems that you don't want undesirable traits like not kidding bumping rolling down not rolling correctly a great birds don't do that of course great birds when well, he throw one here and there of course he'll throw some birds that not, you might not like because they might not roll enough um, may come in a little late might be too short yeah they might throw those but they're going to throw a whole lot of really really good ones a great birds you gotta fly. You know I'm saying you gotta fly the bird and figure out if that's what they are. If that's what they are, if they great. I'm gonna tell you something. Dude's a person that's really serious about his family. He's not gonna sell you the great birds. Sorry. Not if he know they're great. If he know it's great, he's not gonna sell it to you. I'm telling you the truth. Nobody will sell you their their great. The birds gonna cost. If they do, it's gonna be cost you a pretty penny. Probably something you really can't afford. A great one. They gonna say some good ones, but great. Only way they say most people say a great one is by accident. If the brother sold you as a youngster, as a baby, they didn't know how great it was. That's when they gonna say you're a great one. And as long as you know that and accept that, you'll be all right. It's all right to say good ones, not say you're great ones. Read your own great ones. Now you might look up and get one if they say you're a baby, not knowing. That's why most do refuse to sell young birds. They might be selling them great ones to you. And most times, if you get a bird from a good fans, if you say you were a kid of birds, there might be a few great ones in there. Keep your eye on Watch all the birds carefully. Watch them for their traits, what they do, how they come in, how they train. Try to, try to watch all that stuff and then watch the expression, type, character. Watch all that to make a league start recognizing it. It's going to be a time you're going to come, you're going to see a bird in, on your roof. And it's just, it's going to click, ding. 
your eyes will be stuck on it. Not for his cup. Stop tripping off the cover. Just the bird itself. He looked like a breeder up there. He only two or three months old. He looked like a breeder sitting on top of the roof. Not because of his size, because that's how he looked. He looked mature. He looked like he just can produce. It's, it's, you're going to see those kind. Sometime, every now and then, once every two years, maybe, take him off the kit, put him in the stock loft, give him a chance. See what he can really do. Fly him for just get him home. Fly him just get him home or something. Just get him home. Or just take him out right away. Because let me tell you something. If you see it and it's knocking, knocking on, knocking, it's like knocking on the door, knocking on the door, knocking on your window, telling you that me in the loft. Let me like you trying to get this, telling you this, and you know it, you feel it within your gut. Take the bird, put it in there. This is just one bird. It's just one bird. It's not gonna hurt anything. But if he is the one and you fly and you lose him, now that great one just flew away or just got eaten. So now all you left with is just the good ones. Your chance of greatness is gone. And it's not guaranteed they're gonna give you another one. If you get it, put him in there and you found he's just, just a good one, you make a decision right there. Do I just keep breeding him as a good one? Or just put him back and keep, try to find him again in the kit? If it's a great one, you just move your family forward. So you got to think about this stuff now because there ain't nothing promised right now. All these dudes talking about you to fly, 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 fly. I guarantee you half these dudes, if they live in Southern California, half these dudes would quit. Like right now, people say they hawks are going to make a fly. I haven't seen I don't, my bird's been out in the last in the last two weeks four times. Now he lost a, a bird to the falcon and one to the cooper already. And he came another day on the reason why he didn't get none, like the bird just came down. All the birds just came down. He got one that day too. And this is April. He's supposed to be not supposed to be able to fly free. And it's like this all year. It don't stop. I might get two weeks straight where I don't get hit. Like right now, it's a bird that I can't stop thinking about. It's in my kit. It's a little, I can't really call her a grizzle. She's white with black spots all over. She, she, she was like a grizzle as a youngster, but the spots are just spots now. The model, maybe, splash, whatever you want to call it. But my gut feeling is telling me to stock her. Guess what I'm going to do when I, when I go back there today? I'm going to take her out. My gut feeling is telling me I need to take that bird out. Now if I, now I know I know that every time I, I I ignore that gut and get taken, I'm like, damn. It's not get. I'm, you can breed another one. Or can you? Can I breed another one? So, and that's what's that's what's eating at me. That bird. Take it out. I'm gonna take it out. Today. Today is Saturday morning. It's really Saturday morning. Um. 6.22 a.m. Saturday morning, April 11th. April, she's getting stocked today. I'm not going to trust her. I'm, I'm going to take her out, put her in the, um, breed in the, in the stock today. My gut feeling is telling me to do that. I have two more youngsters that are in the baby camera training and another one in the nest. That's what I'm taking it out. She's just like her father almost. I think her father's a little bit deeper. Her father's in the 40-foot range. And he's one of the birds I sold Mac 10 and I got back. Excellent bird. Excellent kid bird. Nice smooth roller too. And she's a little faster than him. But she's not as deep as he is. And he go back to the white heat with a little bit.
they got some everything in there. My loft, all my all the stuff, my loft, all in there now. It's all mixed in. It's like everything is mixed. Everything is related so many different ways. It's one big family now. But anyway, she's not great. She's really good. I won't say she's great. She's really good. She's only about twice a minute. Nah, 1.5 times a minute maybe. But she's locked in really good. She is kind of effortless. So she will be going to the stock off today. April 11th, uh, 2020. She's in 2019. She will be going to the stock off today. I don't, I don't see me having a leader fly no competition this year. I don't think the national fly is going to take place. Even if it do, by the time that happens, I can have her replaced. No problem. I'm not even worried about that. But I, I don't want to take a chance of losing it because she, she's one of the smooth ones, smooth, effortless ones. I don't, want to lose, I don't want to lose it, but she's a little faster than her father. Maybe. Yeah, she is a little faster. Maybe. Father's like a ball. She's a ball too, but she's a little tighter and faster. But that's what I'm saying. I'm taking a chance on, on that. I'm going to take a chance for her on off and have her. If she don't, do she, if she don't do, do what I think she can do, guess what? She's already home. She's been held over already. Right back in the kit. No problem. No problem. But I, I think she'll be good. So that's what I'm talking about. Good versus great. You gotta find them. She's good. I can take her. Good. I got some cocks. I know I can get some greatness out of it. Just with maintenance. They might not be great, but I think when I put certain pairs together, I can get the greatness. I can do that. So... That being said, we're gonna call it a night. So this we come up with. We come with this. There is no, there's no one which is better hen or cock in your loft. Neither one does. You can't say the cock is better, you can't say hen is better. You gotta figure out which one is the best for you in your breeding program. But whichever one is the best, especially cocks, cocks have to be able to throw a son, at least one son. Hands gotta give you please them cocks. Because you will need them, her to give you her sons to pass the other birds in, in the loft to get the same traits. And then you can take those birds back to the sons off the original. And there's ways to do it. You just gotta know how to do it. And I would say, um, if you're starting off, try to build you a foundation of cock birds that are closely related. That way you can run through all two or three hens each. I mean, because all my cocks are all, all my birds related, but I, I started going with the bullock spangle birds. Um, the weapon cock you heard about, that's what all guess what all his mates were. All his mates were descendants of the bullock spangle. Guess what Platinum's mates were? Daughters and granddaughters of the bullock spangle. Yes, sir. Platinum never made it to a white heat bird. Never. Not him. He made it to the last Spangle descendants mostly and the smoke Navarro descendants. That's what he was on a couple of years ago. And those folks are really good ones. But anyway, just give me you guys an idea what to look for and what to do. And stop trying to get everything that's that rolls. That's one of my good friends' problems. He wanted everything that he wanted that rolls because he thinks he's supposed to have it. Nah. But anyway, like I said, I'm signing off. Keep down the road agenda. Sign off.